get ready to power start your day with wealth, lifestyle, and leadership coach, Nicola Smith-Jackson. Tune in each Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern for your daily dose of motivation and business education to help you build big business and be successful. And now, here's Nicola. Good morning, family, and welcome to Power Start Your Day. It's Pick Me and Nicole Smith-Jackson. We're going to reawaken your spirit this morning, resuscitate your passion, renew your mind, so you can recommit to the planet God has for you, and that's for you to build the big business. We're here coaching you every Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you have not done this already, go ahead, share the call with other people. They can dial in the 602-753-1848 or listen online with their smart device, iPad, tablet, PC, or Mac at blogtalkradio.com forward slash success with Nicola. So I want to um, thank you again for, for coming in and listening as we're coaching you through crisis. And I want you to know that you will not only survive, but thrive if you are willing to uh, follow what God tells us to do. You know, on today, we're going to be discussing um, some very important information. All of the in- information is important, but, you know, during a time like this, we told you about if you don't want to just survive, but you want to thrive, you got to, number one, check your, th- check your crew, and number two, you have to work on your mind. Um, I can tell you this, that that's where we live. That's where we live. You reside in the U.S. or the state or the city or the street that you live on. That's why they call it the residence. (laughs) But you live in your mind. And what's happening inside of that valuable real estate of your mind Um, is going to make the difference as to what your life would look like after. Because I know that you understand that there is a thing called the before. Many of us overlooked many things that were obvious. And also we have the during and we have after. And what you allow to occupy your mind will determine what your after will be. Our scripture is coming out of Romans chapter 12, verses 1 through 2. And um, I want us to go to the Lord and and ask him to uh, show us how to take captive anything that comes up against him. Father God, we come before you. We honor you on today because today is a day you've made, and we're so glad and rejoice we're here in the land of the living. Even though we know you, Heavenly Father, you are there, the creator, the alpha, the omega, the beginning, the end, who lives in infinity, who has seen many times like this. 
Dear Lord, for those who will call you Abba Father by your name, not confusing you than for any other God but the great I am that I am. Let them give you the highest praise of hallelujah. No one deserves that praise but you. No one is higher or bigger than you. No one knows more than you. Since we're coming to you as the source, the ultimate source to help us get clarity in our mind as to what should our minds be on in times of challenge and what should we do as a result of our thoughts. We're asking you and giving permission for your Holy Spirit to take full reign here over power start your day, as well as over the mind and mouth of your servant. May she decrease as you increase like never before in this time. There's still confusion. There's still scattering. There's still doubt in the minds of your people who would even say they're believers, forgive us for any doubt and let us walk fullness in truth on this day, in these days, and always. We honor you, we bless you, and we seal this prayer for the King of Kings who laid his life down and shed his blood for us to have salvation in our path back to you, our first love. We honor you and bless you and seal this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. So our mind, today is a super, 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 super busy day, so we're going to be moving. And I know sometimes we hesitate to come into the queue, and this is this is a, a a perfect example of what goes on in the mind where we have people who would spectate. They, they hop in on the call to say, I want to gather information, but what we want to do is we want to have full participation on today. Hop in the queue as we're going to be discussing working on your mind so you won't only survive but thrive in these uncertain to man, but totally certain to God times. Romans 12, 1 through 2, it says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not conform to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We got to work on our minds, and I, I, I'm going to be doing a training for my Pink Mayleys, um on uh, priming your mind because uh, many people need to not only prime, but they need to prune. They need to cut some things off. And this means making decisions. That's actually the root of 
uh, decision, mean cut, cut things off, making decisions. And, you know, when we start to think about that, we have to decide to, um, to focus on truth. So what is the truth? Well, one truth is that this day was coming for a long time. Another truth is that many of us have not accepted or don't want to accept the will of God in our life and even what he has for us as humanity, as a people. The truth is that God has been begging for our attention for a long time, and now he has the attention of the world where people can compartmentalize him. And at some point, people are going to realize that if we begin to say, we know that um, a lot of hope is coming. I was hearing some great news of survivors of our COVID-19. We were hearing um, some great news that they may have identified some um, antibiotics. But I am looking for the best news where man will not continue to make it seem like it's their bright idea and that they have all the answers. And if we were to work on our mind and just acknowledge that one thing, that God has all the answers, many other things will just fall simply in place. So what we want to do today is control the things we can and let God handle the things we can't. Now, what are the things that we can control with our mind? First and foremost, you can, you can decide um, what will you focus on. And the first thing we need to know is that our health is our wealth. We talked about that, our mental health and our physical health. And, and our health is our wealth, the thing that we have been overlooking for a lot, all of us do, we, we indulge in instant gratification, whether it's putting something on our palate that we want to enjoy right now, regardless of the ramifications or the consequences. And our mindset towards our health has everything to do with what we do with that. But our health is also a direct connection to our mind, how we Think of our bodies has everything to do with what's going on in our mind. So when we start thinking about this and we want to get a hold of this right now, while God has given many of us rest or even given many of us time to think on things that we've overlooked for a long time, I want us to use our mind which is the most powerful machine on earth, no matter how many things Mr. Gates or Apple or whatever come up with, our mind. And because we live in our minds, many of us have sold this valuable real estate too cheap. 
I want us to challenge some limiting beliefs. I know that I have talked before about Carol Dweck and, and the growth mindset on the idea of most people think that it is the way it is, and they just accept things the way it is. And, and, and even what we're dealing with, it was some very clear instructions that were given, and based off of people's mindset will determine. I saw where someone asked, like, what are you using for your immune system? And I saw some great answers. And when I saw one person who says, Jesus, and I said, but does she know in the Bible that he gave us the trees that will yield every answer? And gave us authority over everything on earth. And when I, when I was like, yes, God gave us that. Remember where it all started with Adam and Eve in the garden of Eden and everything was there. And he said, hey, you can have anything here, but just don't eat of the fruit of this tree. What I find is that we're still eating of the fruit of the tree that Adam and Eve ate. We don't want to operate in the mindset of some sort of wisdom. So we know that with the limiting beliefs, we're going to think that things are going to take care of themselves versus us operate in the authority that God has given us to be fruitful and multiply. I did not see in the book of Genesis when he said, when he gave us the specific instruction to be fruitful and multiply, I did not see it say other than when you're in a crisis, other than when there are challenges, other than when things look bad, other than when you are afraid. I didn't see any exceptions. So when you say, well, what are you talking about, Nicola? You must be losing your mind because right now there are so many, so many casualties, so many things that people are losing. And when I saw a video that I shared on today with a woman who was pregnant, who was, who, who survived COVID-19, and when she said that there was times where it got scary, but she could hear what God saying, it's going to be okay, and when her lungs began to fill up with the fluid, And they didn't want to give her the respirator because they wanted to save her and the baby. And the doctor told her, you've got to come through this for your baby. You've got to be strong for your baby. And now she went into her mind and she said, I couldn't speak. I couldn't do anything. But all I could do is lift my hands and wave my hands. She said, I couldn't speak. I couldn't do anything. That was her mind. The willpower of her mind that first started in the spirit. And she was able to come out to be a testimony. Now, if you're listening to this, more than likely your situation is not as severe. As those who are in the bed, how are we using our mind to even take our mind off of ourselves and begin to pray and lift our hands for someone else? 
That's the servant leadership that's needed right now. And so when we start talking about our mind and to say what we do in a crisis, we have to challenge the limiting beliefs that this is all that we can do or what you're doing is the best that you can do. Human potentiality, all of it has not been discovered every day. In challenging times is when I most discover things that I knew to do that I didn't know how to do. But all along, we've been in practice for this war. The biggest war that's going down is in the mind. Yes, the, the flesh job is to war against the spirit. And so what you need to know is you can choose in your mind where you want to live. Now, everything that we see first started in the spirit, but now we can go in. We are the only beings that God created that can live in, exist in the spiritual realm and the natural realm simultaneously. What do I mean by that? Because you can't even worship God, but in spirit and in truth. So you have to go in the spirit realm to even grab contact. But if your mind is saying it's not real, that ain't going to work. Sure, God might give you grace. He's been giving us grace all along. He's been giving us time all along. He's been forgiving us all along. But at what point in time are we going to operate with what we're here for? We are here to be solutions here on earth through the word that God has given us in heaven. Now, you say, okay. I don't want to go to church. It's not church. When are you going to realize that you are the church? You should be walking around with the word. They've shut the buildings down. Can you get it? Comprende. Comprende. Linda, Linda, can you get it? The buildings are shut down. But if you can hear me, you're still breathing. Your heart is still pumping. So every day, we need to be working on thriving with our spirit and then our mind, and our mind will direct our body. Did you know that? I shared this before. I learned it. I don't know. I learned it because of my son who has cerebral palsy and began to understand how the different areas of the mind work. I'm not a brain surgeon. I just needed to learn because I was a mama with a disabled son that by the time he was four and five, people wondering why was he still in a stroller, but he could have a most intelligent conversation. So people thought they were like, oh my gosh, is he retarded? Is he mentally retarded? What ignorance. He looking at them like, are you 
if you were to hear the quotes and hear the thoughts and the, the motivation that that gentleman, that prince of mine have, more strength, more things. And I began to share with him, listen, now don't play no games with your health. I said, now you grew up building up your immune. I can't even hardly remember him having a cold, but probably once in his entire life. And he called me, mom. Um, I sent him home with some things and he said, Ma, so, okay, I'm taking everything. Is there anything else I need to do to be building up my immune system, the wisdom? Because I said, listen here, son, you can't move around. So a fluid get on your lungs, you cannot move around. I said, do not play. Do not play. I need us to work on our mind. I want us to work on our mind. When you begin to think about that and you challenge those limiting beliefs of whatever you believed you couldn't do on yesterday, I want you to challenge it today by doing it. You thought you couldn't enroll two people in one day? Challenge yourself today by not going to sleep and doing it. I will show you how powerful the mind is, just as powerful as the things you haven't done. That was you following the untruth that you couldn't do it. On today, I'm actually going to be doing an interview with um, Eric Worre, and, you know, he's the founder of Network Marketing Pro, if you don't know, and they call him like the godfather kind of network marketing and and when you begin to understand that, you know, we're in this mastermind with him and, and he offered to do some trainings for some of our teams. And I was one of the first ones. And then people thinking like he want to show you like how to create the cash in the crisis. The money is in your mind. Hence, the lack of money is in your mind as well. Money is just an exchange of value added. And whenever you're looking in a lack of anything, when you talk about resources, you have to also directly connect that with the lack of value you've added to those who would want, need, and willing to pay for what you have. Many people you look at it and you're saying, okay, this is a lady multimillionaire. Do you understand why? I wake up every day giving. I wake up every day giving. Not looking for the direct compensation, knowing that I will be rewarded. Because the word tells me so. That you diligently seek him. You can't diligently seek God and not serve. You are going to be unctioned to serve. You're going to feel obligated to serve. You're going to feel obligated to go out there and do more. You're going to be feeling obligated to be a solution. And it first starts in the spirit. You will not sit there twiddling your thumbs, waiting on what manna is dropping out the sky for you. You're going to be going out there making it more possible for men and women to succeed. Working on your mind daily, like anything else, requires the discipline, determination, and dedication. For some people who say, I don't like to read. 
need you to check your mind and say, what in the world? I meant the right word. What in the world would give me the idea to buy in to not wanting to do what all wealthy people say you must do so you can grow? That's why we're in Romans 12, 1 through 2. After my prayer, I got up and I started reading. And you know where I read? Where are you going? Who, who, who timelines are you scrolling on? I went to the timeline of the governor of New York. Why would I want to be at his timeline? Because out of all of the states, his state was hit the hardest, the fastest. And when I began to read and I say, listen, look at what he's doing, how many, how many um, solutions he brought, how many solutions he brought. how enthusiastic he's been, how calm he's been, how he's walking in leadership. I said, this is a man with a solid mind. He began to pull into New York where he knows people are going to be scrapping at each other. And he said, no, we got to come with love and compassion. We got to take care of one another. He turned the Jacob Javits Center into a hospital. I remember going to Jacob Javits Center as a kid, going to the hair shows with my mother. We would drive up from Connecticut. And that was like you going to the big city. And I was a little kid. And I could remember going to the Jacob Javits Center as my mom would travel to go and learn the latest and the greatest in the hair industry. And she would have to pay for me as a younger kid. So she paid for herself and paid for me. And, and, and we would go. And I'm looking at now this place that now is a hospital. Because he saw where they were having to bring in tractor um, uh, coolers for bodies, like big trailers of coolers. He said, no, he wants to have some dignity. For the bodies, and he began now, God, let me tell you something about when you work on your mind. God will send you the help you need. When you're a servant, God will send people to say, how can I serve you? I have Ray Higdon saying, how can I serve you? Simon Chan saying, how can I serve you? Mike saying, so many people say, Nicola, how can I serve you in your team? What can I do? Because what you're going to find is that when you work on your mind, you will have more people sowing into you. It's easy to sow on fertile ground. We're working on our mind. We're working on our mind. 
it's extremely important that we understand that our mind is powerful. But many a times we are misusing or even abusing the power of our mind. We have to know that in order for you to thrive, you got to get on team kingdom. I'm not saying even if you don't believe in God, you got to use your mind for good. And prune away the things that come against good. Some people are still operating in scarcity and stinginess and, and, and trying to still hover and hoard. And I say they still don't get it. Competition and all this stuff. I saw the governor say, look, he's calling for the Fed. Listen, don't let these states be competing against materials for health care. And I said, to think they still won't let go of the foolishness, no matter what the level is. Not here, power starters. Not here. 615, last four, 4698. Good morning. God bless you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Dr. Nicola. This is Nona Ansley from Nashville, Tennessee. Bless you, please. How are you? How are you? I want to thank you what you brought on Friday I got laid off my job so I am so grateful for this time I'm good I'm grateful for this time because I Mm. needed to be able to refocus on what God wants me to do so I thank you it started on yesterday I've been listening to you for the last year two years but I am getting all that I need because he's preparing me (laughs) for my next phase in life so I thank you I thank you, I thank you. And that renewing of your mind, yes, ma'am. I will be doing that. Yes, we ma'am. Have God bless you. We yes. got to know. We got to know. I mean, I want to be deeper with Pete Millie's and even helping them understand some skills. They got to know how to pray. You got to have discernment. There's some skills that you would need so that you can operate in the fullness and the highest and best use of your mind. Uh, 614, last four, 5984. Good morning. God bless you. Good morning, Nicola. How are you this morning? I'm amazing this morning. I'm getting ready. I have like, what, five lives? I don't know, four or five lives I got to do today in different places. Mercy. (laughs) But I am ready. My mind is primed. What's going on? Good morning, Queen. I just wanted to come into the queue this morning. This is Tamala out of Atlanta. And I just want to thank you so much for what you pour into me daily. And it's time for me to go ahead and speak up. I just, this this morning, what you are saying was exactly what I was saying to my daughter um, just before the Power Start Your Day call, um, that we don't, we used, I used to like to read all the time when I was uh, younger, before college, and after college, I hated it and didn't want to pick up another book. My daughter was supposed to graduate um, in May of this year. Well, she will still graduate but no ceremony, and she's like, Mom, and I'm trying to give her more books, the things that you pour into me. I'm giving to my daughters, and she's like, I don't want to read. I don't want to read. I'm like, no, you don't understand. Had I read more after I graduated, I would be so much further than where I am now. I appreciate you um, because I'm now trying to get my daughters to do more of the things that you are teaching me too, 
so that they can grow and and be proud of what they're doing and the spirit. I know that my particular issue is my discipline. I'm very determined. I'm very dedicated. But my what I have to work on is my discipline. Um, this this pandemic doesn't scare me as it does a lot of people because God has brought me through so much already. Mm-hmm. I I'm a cancer survivor. And so I know what it is to survive a health issue. And Mm -hmm. the only way I got through it was through my prayer, my spirit Mm -hmm. realm, and and the determination to fight um, Mm -hmm. and get through that in my mind. So even when I was fighting cancer and everyone around me was dying, just like in this pandemic, I had in my mind that I wasn't going to die. I had That's to stay right. here for my daughters. I had to stay here to show them a better way to survive in this world. So, And they couldn't just do that had I not put everything that I had into them and to help them see that God can bring you through this. So with that, I thank you again because this is exactly what I'm going to do. And I checked my crew, and I realized that I don't have anyone pouring into me like I do my FES family. And I'm mm-hmm. so grateful for that because other than my brother, there's no one else pouring into me. And and I thank you. I just really appreciate you. That's all I, I love have. You. God bless you. God bless you. You know, this is what I want to share with you guys as we're closing out on the mind. I want you to know something. I learned something when I was in Malaysia and I went to that business school. They had one of the trainers come in all the way from Germany, and he was teaching us speed reading. Now, they're coming into a, a class from all the way from Germany into Malaysia, and he was training us speed reading. And I can remember one thing he says, you don't read with your eyes, you read with your mind. And... Learning that, I don't catch everything, but I'm one I can read and I can catch things in reading really quickly. But let me tell you something. How are you going to be prepared to do big business if you can't read a contract and you can't comprehend it? How are you going to communicate better if you don't read and expand your vocabulary and expand your mindset? How are you going to ever be relatable if you're not reading and allowing books to take you to different places, to different genres of, 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 um, of reading, don't only get entertained, get educated. How are you going to go and do big business with people if your mind and your conversation is not up-leveled? I hear people all the time say, up-level, up-level, up-level. It's not only your twang, because I know sometimes people might say, oh, the way she said that, the dialect or what have you. But I can carry a conversation with the most intelligent people and I can carry a conversation and compassion with someone who don't know and I am here to lift you up, elevate you and tell you that you got to work on your mind if you want to thrive because there's going to be things coming across as you were reading right now, people reading who gets the stimulus, whatever some of the stuff you're reading, you're just like a blah, 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 get to the how much is my check is what I want to know and what I want you to understand 
is that if that is the check that you're hoping to save you and your family, we got to start working on our mind right now. I want us to do some reading on history and hear how projects were created. There are a lot of people who are losing family members, the breadwinners. What are we leaving? While people are looking at, I don't want to pay bills, I want bills on suspension, don't you play games with that insurance? Don't you play games with that insurance? And you think if something happened to your loved one, they're going to be saying, oh, ah, whatever. Did you read the contract? Your credit go down and your credit limit goes down too? Did you read the contract? You don't pay something when everything gets, when all the dust clear, depending on what type of loan you had, and they might call your loan due because you had to get subprime loans or what have you. Did you read the contract? I know people don't talk like this, but I must, because I know the real deal. This is not the worst of it. It's the years to come of the rebuilding is where the hard work is done. So you got to build now. You got to build now. Love you. God bless you.